Didn't know this guy. I'm glad I do know this guy now. He's got a hell of a story coming out of Queens, New York. You don't think of Trans Am, do you, when you think of Queens, New York? I thought the same damn thing. Adrian Lostowski joins us now here in the Freak Nation. He's got a hell of a story. Uh, enjoy it. Adrian here with the Freak When a dude runs a Trans Am car in the Trans Am series, and you look at his bio and he's from Queens, something just doesn't match up for me. I don't think a dude that's raised in Queens goes Trans Am racing. How in the hell did that happen? So, and this is a 10 minute segment. Don't give me yeah. a freaking five minutes, bro. So, so I, uh, I grew up in Brooklyn actually, and my dream were true racers. I, my dream was always to race and how to do it. Um, when I was younger, I opened up a race shop in Queens <laughs> and the whole reason to open up a race shop was to go racing, you know, and then we expanded it, we expanded and it's kind of like, we're the only race shop in Queens. So we're the only place in New York city where you'll see race cars on a sidewalk. Sometimes we'll be testing a race car up and down the street. We've gotten pulled over, you know, driving, testing a race car in New York City. But, you know, they kind of realized what we're doing. So they let us go. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the cops, the NYPD stopped you and let you continue? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. You know, it's a whole I was. We had a customer that um, we just fixed this prototype race car. Right. So it's kind of low to the ground, high Busa engine. And before we went to the track, I wanted to make sure it's running. So I'm like, I'll just go down the street to the next red light and then come back and I'll know it's running. The problem was the car has no reverse. So no. as I got to the down the street, the red light was red. I was going to do a U-turn. A box truck is ready to unload a lot of stuff because it's New York City and blocks right where I'm going to do a U-turn. So I'm thinking I'm not going to get out and push this car backwards and come back around. I'll go to the next light, then I'll do a U-turn. <laughs> like, all right. So the light turns green, nah, nah, you know, I'm driving down the street and I go to the next red light. I'm like, okay, another box truck's blocking my way. So Come now on. I'm two blocks away from my shop. I'm like, great. I'm like, I'll go to the next one. I get to the next one and I have no room. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just spin this thing around, you know, and I'll come back, you know? And as I do that, I spin it around. I come back. I didn't realize there was a cop that stands there looking for people running a stop sign. And I, and, and I, I come through there with this prototype blow a donut and I'm driving backwards, you know, uh, back to the shop, stopping at the red light so loud. So I can't hear anything The mirrors, the wing is blocking the mirror. So I can't see behind me. He's on with his lights on and I'm at the red light just a block away. And other people at the light are like, probably like, look at, Oh, wow. You know, it's a race car in the street. I'm like, okay. Okay. Probably letting me know that there's a cop trying to pull me over. Light turns green. I gun it. You know, I fly down yeah, the shop, did. back to the shop. I casually pull into my, shop not realizing he was chasing me with his lights blaring sirens on, you know and, and uh, you know you're sitting in the middle so i jump out of the car and i look back and and there's a police car behind me with his lights on like oh man you know and a guy gets out and i explain to him I'm like, you know we're a race shop and and i was just testing it before i give it back to him because i wanted to make sure he had no issues and the guy goes i understand testing but you're doing 65 miles an hour and i'm like you know it doesn't have a speedometer in there and i really didn't know and and, and a guy shakes his head, gets in the car and drives off. And I'm like, oh, you know, so all my employees are like, wow, you know, why were you running? I'm like, I didn't know I was running. I didn't know he was back there. You know, all right, quickly, <laughs> I love it. I'm testing a car in the forum parking lot, the fabulous forum in Los Angeles. And we're winding around and security comes out, says, what are you doing? I'm breaking in my engine. <laughs> right. <laughs> all you think you can do. It's telling me, and they're so floored by the truth that, right. you know, so you got out. 
the boat out of here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it, they're so amazed of what's happening here. And they realize it's a real deal. They're like, all right, I get it. We'll let you go. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, you're not some punk that's just trying to break the rules just to be a punk. Right. You're actually, you are running a legitimate business and you're just trying to make sure everything's okay. Right. That's exactly right. But so continuing working on race cars and, and doing that in New York City, that a lot of track guys come there. A lot of car enthusiasts actually exist in New York City. And we kind of like filled the void, you know, so everybody comes to us. We're like famous in the city for being the only road race shop. Everyone asks us, how do you get Jeez. your hauler in here? And I'm like, we get it in here. You know, our driver stresses out all the time. They're like, you know, I, I don't know. Do you think that today's a good day to come in? There's there a lot of traffic. I'm like, don't worry about it. Just come in. You know, and we're unloading cars. Everyone's taking pictures. So so it's like the reason I think we I've done all that is just to go racing. Right. And now racing in a TA2 series. It's been my dream and we're still located in New York City. So that everybody's like, how do you guys do it? I'm like, we figured out our ways, you know, make it work. Yeah. And now our dream is, you know, we do the street courses in Nashville and Detroit. We would love to have a street race in, in New York City, you know, in TA2. You know, that would be something. It's been discussed and discussed and discussed. I don't know what it's going to take, but yes, people, you're not the only one that wants it. A lot of people do want it. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of logistics, though. Well, and, and the, the dream for every kid is IndyCar racing or NASCAR racing. But Trans Am, again, my perspective is different than a, than a 15-year-old. But Trans Am, I mean, you can, the different models, it's not all a spec series. I mean, you, you know what's a Camaro. You know what's a Mustang. Is that the attraction for you that... TA2 is like the TA2 series is spec, right? Well, I'm Body. talking about Trans Am race. Oh, so you're talking, yeah, you're yeah, talking about the you, top series. Yeah, the top series, sorry. Yeah, the uh, TA1 series. Yes, yes. We yes. race TA2 series. Right? I, I understand all so that, with, but I would think logically T Trans Am would be the next step for it. It would, but it's for us, it's not. The way I, wow. the way I feel about it is TA2 has been so competitive, ruthless competitive. Yeah. A lot of NASCAR drivers have come down to get road racing skills in a 40, 50 car field, right? I mean, where else are you going to find 50 road race cars? Jeez. Spec yeah. racing that close inches away from each other. I mean, it's a good experience. And I think it's the most competitive road race series out there now. So what do you want to do if, t if, if the big boy class in Trans Am is not your go-to? Well, I feel like if we did go to the big boy uh, group, TA1, it's kind of like being, you'd be a big fish in a small pound. But with all the competitors, in TA2, 50 cars yep. at certain racetracks. If you're a big fish, you're a big fish in a big pod. Holy smoke, right? Because of the amount of teams and the amount of cars that are at every race, right? We double we, we double the amount of cars. You know, TA2 is double the amount of cars that TA1 has, right? So competitiveness is what, what brings me there. Yeah, I've heard that TA2 is kind of a, a ladder for guys going into NASCAR. That there are more there are more guys going into NASCAR from TA2 than practically any other city wow. because of the additional road courses and street circuits that NASCAR is implementing. Yeah, but that, yeah, but is that your plan? Or? It is. It is. I, I always look at it this way: the way I climbed the ladder in my racing career is I'm just a kid in New York City with nothing, so I go to the track, and now you do well at the track. So then I sign up for club racing. We win everything in club racing. What's the next level? We win everything there. Then we signed up for SGT and Trans Am. We finished second in national points, uh, runner-up in a championship 2020. What's the next level? And then we went to TA2 now, which we're a top 10 team, and we're working on being the top team. And I feel like once we've conquered that, 
NASCAR Xfinity or a series like that would be our next series. Boom. Wow. So that over IMSA, because you talked about prototypes earlier. So you would rather do a long series like NASCAR versus IMSA sports cars. I would. I would because the competitiveness there is yeah. irreplaceable. Yeah. Like, I mean, having 40 cars there, the teams, I mean, in, in NASCAR, you have pit crews. I mean, the, the competitiveness, I think, is unmatched in Trans Am and then yeah. going into Xfinity. And then, I mean, of course, the highest level cup series, right? Well, can we start the rumors now? You were just talking to Tony Stewart. Yeah, well, uh, it's <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right. I don't want to I don't want to say nothing. I want to conquer. We have a new sponsor this year, CMI. We had the same sponsor uh, for three years now. So it's a big change for us. Right. Um, so we're really trying to conquer 2024. Like we're putting all our eggs into this basket, giving everything we got and uh, trying to get somebody that we never raced before from New York City to try to win something at a higher level. You know, that's our goal. And bringing our new sponsor, CMI and Spot On Services to the top, you know, because they believe in us. That, that whole company, sometimes you'll get a sponsor that's not really into what you're doing. You know, like they, got, they flew me into their warehouse, into their offices. We stopped by each cubicle even the warehouse manager, even the forklift drivers that are at this company. And I got a chance to meet everybody and everybody's just so into it, yeah. you know? And then we have to write down all the names because the forklift driver wants the gear. They want the crew shirts. They want the jackets. They want pictures, you know? So like, I'm very excited to bring them to the top. All right, uh, let's end it with this. Your last meal on this planet from Queens or Brooklyn, where are you going? What, what restaurant? What's your go-to place? My go-to place. Oh, come on, man. Because there's so many for breakfast. <laughs> Uh-oh. Eagle Trading in okay. Brooklyn, Greenpoint, Brooklyn, <laughs> uh, on Eagle Street. That'll have the best breakfast you'll ever have. Okay. And then if you're going to have the best tacos you've ever had, same thing, Brooklyn, Greenpoint, Bullpap Grill. 